Today, we discuss Miro. Today, I want to talk about the hellscape that is technical diagramming, right? Everybody's nodding their heads right now, uh-huh. And there is a potential solution that I want to share. There was one name that several people brought up. I did some digging, and it's kind of nuts how much this program Miro has for developers. I have to share this. It could potentially be a game changer for you. So my favorite part about Miro is that half the work is already done. Like right now, typically we spend hours starting diagrams from scratch, gathering information. You get buy-in from every team. Uh, you know, that's a lot of work to do. But Miro has a full set of integrations with the tools you're probably already using. And they also offer open APIs and SDKs for custom solutions for all those niche diagramming use cases we have to do, right? So the end result is the same, but it doesn't take forever. It's a massive, massive time saver. I'm transforming basic flowcharts and network architectures, and it all lives in one place. So are you using Miro? Have you used it? I want to hear. That's M-I-R-O.com. M-S-O-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details we are talking to the fifth generation owner of Omaha Steaks, uh, Todd Simon. Wow, I hate to say it. In the midst of this crisis, we're living through what a great time for Omaha Steaks. You were already on this, right? Flash frozen, safely delivered to your door. You get an amazing amount of food that you can stock up in your freezer. Well, that's right. I mean, we are experts in frozen food delivery, and we've been shipping great protein and meals and steaks, you know, directly to people's homes since the mid-50s. So we're already sort of set up and expert at it. So, you know, when people, you know, either stopped wanting to go to stores or when stores didn't have enough supply, uh, we were ready to, to step in and really help our customer family make sure that they were able to stock up and have what they needed during this unfortunate moment. And your quality is amazing. I just am amazed the amount you get for the price that you yeah. get, right? Because you actually have like stock up varieties now. Tell us about those. That's right. So if you go to our website now, we're focusing a lot on stock up packages because what we're finding is that what our customers want is they want a big box with a lot of portions so they can get that in their freezer 
and so that they can make sure that they're doing great meals at home, but they're not kind of creating monotony, right? They really want variety. My wife now is cooking something different every night, looking for different recipes. So we've got these pre-packed stock-up boxes that are ready to ship now. They're filled with a huge variety of steaks, of premium poultry and pork. We've got no-work family meals for your slow cooker, your oven. We've got skillet meals. We've got side dishes. And we've got artisan desserts. And one of the things, you know, we've heard is that, you know, don't forget the sweets, right? People want to have something sweet to end the meal. So great food, cooked easily. One less problem that really people have to deal with right now as they're thinking about so many things that could potentially overwhelm them. And Todd, can I just say, uh, during this time of crisis, the Stephanie Miller Show so appreciates our sponsors because everyone's having a tough time. And let me just say, my listeners get the need to support my sponsors. You've been so loyal to us and they've been so loyal to you. And now it's a win-win-win for everybody. So thank you so much. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, type Stephanie in the box. And Todd, thanks so much for your time. Well, thank you so much and please stay safe. You too. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Cha-cha-cha! I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Yes. First of all, we want to remind you, you can purchase a link of our live Eat of the Week show at Frangela.com. You just got to go to the store section. That's right. And if you aren't a Patreon friend already, we would love for you to be. It's really helpful. Um, and by helpful, I mean life-sustaining. Um, and, and that's, that's where you can that's get... real talk. And thank you for people who have signed up oh, recently. Oh, thank you thank so you, thank much. You, thank you don't know how you. much of a difference you are making. Verizon thanks you. <laughs> yes. Um, my awesome landlord power. thanks you. Lights. Everybody, the LA Department of Water and Power thanks you. Uh, but uh, it really does mean a lot. And also, if you are a Patreon friend, you get a discount on that video. Yes. Plus, every week you get micro idiots, which, which are hysterical. Hysterical, quick I, idiots. I, They're fun. I mean, here's the thing Idiot of the Week is really funny, but I have to say personally, I prefer the micro idiots. Well, you know what I think my theory is on hmm. this? My theory is. What we do, and you, all of you know this, is we like to drill down on something. We do. And when we have one thing, so every micro is its That's own true. thing. That's true. And it can That's get, you know, true. anywhere from, you know, five okay. to, t- not, they're, none of them are very long, but they're, because they're, you know, we know when w- was funny. Right. But I think that that, there's, Maybe we get to really fun. dissect the, I get to have fun in that. Yeah, And more. I don't have to move it along. You don't feel the pressure to move it along as there much. There it is. There so, it is. Thank you. But I have you to say that that pressure is completely you know self-imposed. You know what? You my muse, too. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> That's a muse. private joke. I can't she with the news. No, she's got this friend. One day she trips out and says to me, I'm going to say his name. Travis is my muse. And I was like, Travis is your muse? Bitch, you from the west side of Chicago. You ain't got no damn muses. You don't get no muse. I mean, y'all, you, have, you, you must understand. I get fucking clowned for it. I got I don't muse. know why. What in what mm. I, I was having a moment with my friend. It's I was ridiculous. telling her something. It's ridiculous. And she it's ridiculous. Will never let me live it down. I got a muse. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. What did you say? You like this ain't the goddamn forest. I'm from the west yeah. fucking side of Chicago. You're not a forest nymph. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Tinkerbell's cousin or some shit. 
You don't get to have no damn uses. Are you crazy? Especially oh, not losing. in COVID it quarantine COVID. time. I'm just going to say, it is COVID and we are loose, and you y'all. Know what? Let me tell you we loose. What? Loose or more real? Oh, more. <laughs> just I, more I, real. I, let me tell you something. All of me just showed up. I don't know where that bitch has been, but she hid and I. She's okay. in there now. She is in here now. I'll tell you oh. know, you can go to Cameo. Yes. And get a message from us to, or to give to someone else or for yourself, whatever you want. They're a lot of fun. And go to Frangela.com for all things Frangela. Yes. And we want to remind you that you can still catch us on the 70 Miller Show every Friday in the third hour. Okay. And the Sexy Little Tour is currently, you know, Postpone. postponing and trying to move ahead. But, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll we'll get there soon. That's right. Um, but, yeah. So we just saw this story. It's just cracked us both up. Even <laughs> so, a mayor banned parties during the coronavirus lockdown. Then his wife got caught at one. So a mayor in Illinois last week, <laughs> he chided his residents, girl. He okay. chided them. Don't you be going outside. Right. I don't see nobody having no parties, no nothing. That's right, because they weren't staying at home because of the governor's stay-at-home uh, order there. And he said, quote, uh, these are very serious times, and I'm begging you to please stay at home. And parents, please keep your kids at home. Doing so is vital to our health. He told the uh, city's police department to be more strictly enforcing and, and issue citations mm-hmm. for any of those who are in violation of the order. And he said, we will do it ever it takes to decrease the spread of this deadly virus um but the following night <laughs> not even barely 24 hours <laughs> later y'all police chief had to call him up <laughs> the mayor and be like yo um mayor Wa- it's, it's it walker yeah i think it's yeah. his last name oh no shannon walker is the mayor the mayor's wife um so yeah mayor walker uh yeah. hey uh mayor um this chief you all right how you doing yeah. hey i'm good i was just you know sitting around uh you know making sure my family's all locked up yeah. inside the yeah house, oh you know? speaking of your family yeah, yeah. um your wife mm-hmm. uh we about to arrest her uh uh-huh. we just went into this party we're stopping the social gathering well, she, she shared no 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 <laughs> she she she's been attending this prohibited social <laughs> gathering at this bar and so he said i Quote, I instructed the police chief to treat her as he would any citizen violating the stay-at-home order and to ensure that she received no special treatment. Um, he said his wife will face the same consequences for her, quote, for her ill-advised decisions as the other attendees who violated the law. He went on to say, my wife is an adult capable of making her own decisions. And in this instance, she exhibited a stunning lack of judgment. I'm embarrassed by this incident and apologize to the citizens of Alton for any embarrassment this incident may cause our city. I feel like they're going to have some issues. Somebody's going to get a panking at home. <laughs> I mean, first of all, for, should she have been there? No. No. But no. if you talked about me like this, we having another conversation. Really? Like, you don't need to clown me that hard. Okay. No, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. She knew. She knew who she married to. He gave the order. She, but here's the thing. Homegirls at a bar the next <laughs> day. She's like, oh, you go, you go, oh, you go give orders? Oh, you, he's hmm. like, I don't want you going out. I don't want you going out. She was like, but you, ain't nobody stopping me. Ain't nothing stopping me from going out. He's like, I'm gonna give an order. You ain't gonna give no order. I'm gonna give an order. And he gives the order. She's like, that's not gonna stop me. That's not gonna stop me. Watch me. You gonna arrest now me. she arrested. <laughs> All in trouble. Embarrassing. It is, you know, I think paramount to try to find the joy where you can every day. And if it's laughing at some (laughs) this, why not? So so be it. So be it. Because here we are in well, we're in the same room, which is neato. Yes. Um, so and I think we're past our sort of being, you know, quarantined. Quarantined, at least 
from each other. Right. But we, this Angela is literally the only other person because this is, as, as far as I'm concerned, our essential work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and podcasting is on the list. Yeah. That's well, because it's information. In it terms of legal, being legal. Now, there are some I would question. Yes. <laughs> some podcasts. So I, I feel legally okay being here. Oh, absolutely. Um, but the first story we wanted to talk about is uh, the title is why black Americans are at higher risk for coronavirus. Because I know that you have noticed, I don't care what color you are, that a lot of the people stricken and die, literally dying are people of color, literally black people. Yeah. In Louisiana, okay. one of the states that's been most devastated by the virus so far, about 70% of the people who have died are African American. Yeah. In the county around Milwaukee, which is the largest city there, where 27% of residents are black, nearly twice as many African American residents tested positive for the virus as white people. Yeah. Black Americans have more existing medical issues, less access to health care, and are more likely to work in unstable this is what how this article describes describes it in unstable jobs. I don't know what that means. Well, I think that part of that is jobs that you can't yes. get paid for. You can't do from home. Right. But this is the thing. I, what I like about the article I have from the New York Times is they make it clear that um, when they say the same thing, they are less, this is a quote from it, they are less likely to be insured, more likely to have existing health conditions, and as a result of implicit racial bias, more likely to be denied testing and treatment. Yep. Thank you for saying it. What's this put Richard A. Opel Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like often these things get on the news and I've been watching it, you know, all day. They throw out, you know, these rates and it, they inadvertently make a causal relationship between the things. So people, when they're hearing this, they think for some reason, black people are more susceptible. Right. And that's not that's what not the reason. That's not what that's about. Right. And because what we're talking about is economic yes. disparity is killing people before our eyes. That is the point. We're talking about systemic racism in the system that precludes a certain swath of people from getting health and help. That's right. Sherelle uh, Barber, who's an assistant research professor of epidemiology and biostatistics, which... That sounds like a lot. At Drexel University said that the government redlining policies that date to the 1930s left many neighborhoods with black residents lacking job opportunities, stable housing, grocery stores, which I can tell you there are none in the city of Detroit. Mm -hmm. There are corner markets and little tiny, a few tiny markets in some of the other areas, but no big grocery stores. It's a food wasteland. Um, even though it's a huge city. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, with healthy, and in fact, there've been, when I was a kid, there were all these stories about, um, the suburban grocery stores selling bad meat yeah. to the corner markets and stuff inside of the city. Yeah. Um, so, but in any case, before the pandemic hit, officials had calculated that white Chicagoans had an average life expectancy of 8.8 years longer than black residents. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dr. Allison uh, R. Wadi, who's director of the city's public health department, said, quote, systemic and institutional racism that have driven these inequalities through the years we are now seeing play out in COVID data. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and that's the thing. In Detroit, the Reverend Larry uh, Simmons said, we see the same thing we always see. There's a fundamental inequity in America, and this crisis of corona has just revealed it. Yes. And I, and I also like this quote, too, from uh, Dr. Camera Phyllis Jones. Mm-hmm. She says, what's happening is black folks are getting infected more because they're exposed more. And once infected, they are dying more because they have their bodies, our bodies, as African-American, have been born with the burden of, again, chronic disinvestment, Mm -hmm. you know, and active neglect of the community. 
Yeah, and and what it takes for the fact, and we've we've talked about this before on the podcast a while ago, about um, why it is that the opioid crisis mm-hmm. hasn't just hit didn't, hasn't hit the African American community communities of color as, as hard. hard as hard, and it's because they refuse to give painkillers to black yeah. people <laughs> because supposedly I'm supposed to have a higher uh, uh, pain threshold uh, than uh, than white women. And well, I can tell you for sure, she does not. <laughs> Francis, I can tell you for damn sure, does not have a higher plan. Now I might, but that's about crazy. That's not about <laughs> you know what that, that that is that is when uh you know force me to blunt object. You right. know what I'm saying? That's what you. No, with, with you. me, you know, I just accept the situation. That's what I'm saying. I just, that's what it is. <laughs> so, but you, I'm the princess in the pink. Oh my god, she'll come in here and be like, "Is there a slight draft?" I'm like, "Oh my god, it's one degree cooler than You're it like Emma's be. dad." <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so. And that's alarming and should be alarming. And it's part of why I think, you know, I'm glad this is the first time. And I do believe that is this is a result of having, you know, um, basically Nazis in the White House um, and white supremacists in the White House that we're finally I'm seeing finally looking at. I mean, when was I don't remember the last time if I've ever read words like implicit racial bias. That's right. In the news, especially in The New York Times and and, and sort of mainstream media talking about systemic racism. Mm -hmm. And you can thank um, everyone. You can think, and I, I don't want to just think like the people who people like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie and what, but I think you need to really think the fact that we had such a diverse group of people in that from I, who Castro to Kamala right. um, to, you know, Cory Booker to like, it's to Andrew Yang. I mean, finally having these discussions is well, important. And what you're saying is, you know, you know, for me right now, and it drives Angela crazy because she goes, please don't. I, everything is biblical. It's so biblical. And I am telling you, it is the scales. It. it is the, I'm not going to say that. Uh, it is the scales falling from our eyes. You know, when, when will people choose to see? When will the veils be lifted of sight? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's an act of will. Yeah. And that's a weird thing about vision because you think you just see. No, you don't. But you don't. Over and over again, it is remarkable to me how people can all look at the same information and come up with completely different ideas on it um and that and sometimes that doesn't mean that one person's right or one person's wrong it's just a a different way of seeing something or that something sticks out more for people than others right um i mean we know we've talked about it before on here that anything that happens to this country yeah shit rolls downhill whoever Mm -hmm. is the least economically and and socially advantaged is the person they're going to get hit the worst and Mm -hmm. who is that almost usually um poor white people yeah poor, um and, and, poor and, and all the brown folk and people of color <laughs> yeah like and that's that's why you know even like i tell myself every day since we've been here you know and i have an arrangement talked to my landlord mm-hmm. you know got that got a letter because our tour has been canceled and, and so did i um know? that um the situation we're in is we can't legally do our jobs yeah you know the thing we make money and so but i look at this and i'm like you know i am grateful every day that I have this apartment that I can, I'm able to make that, that I'm able, that I have family and friends are able to help that you all are, are there for us and for each other. And that, so that I can go to the grocery store and get food and I can, you know, watch the news and keep my internet on. And and that's in, I am grateful. Yeah, me too. And you know, and I tell Angela every night before I go to bed, I think about those people in those uh, spots that they drew on the ground. Yeah. I'm here in Los Angeles. They, they um, basically spray painted, 
yeah. spots for the homeless for people. For the homeless people and in Vegas, you know. And then for me, the, the Vegas is the, it's all disgusting. Yeah, but, but you're when surrounded they're, by fucking empty hotels. Empty. What empty. The, what the fuck? Where is our human? Girl, every week I got to say it, it, it drives me crazy. How could we, can we do this? But right now, Trump is talking. Yes. And so I just looked around in my back because we have the news sort of on on mute. Mm-hmm. But when he's looking down, I know it can't be that bad because he's reading. Right. <laughs> and this is what they told him to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's when he looks up for too long that the shit's going to get off the hook. Here's a, here's a piece of positive news. Adjusted coronavirus model predicts fewer people in U.S. will need hospitals, but 82,000 possibly will still die by August, which is lower than the lower estimate that they were working with right i don't i don't want to be the negative nelly in this right. in this silver lining you just try to you know elucidate uh but my problem is we don't know what the fuck is going on in a bunch of these states still mm-hmm. missouri i know what's up what's going on the places where they are refusing to, to issue any kind of stay-at-home orders they're refusing to give guidance on how to not catch this virus and how to you know right. how to prevent the spread of it and that so to me i'm like and i think that there are huge populations we're not nobody's paying attention to the native american population no um we're not hearing any enough about that and certainly the trump administration don't give a fuck no and then um we're not so we've got all these states where we don't know what's happening or what's going to happen yet no um that are happening and, and, that's, and that's what they're saying is you know the rolling crises of it all and but, but we need me, a national lockdown well i was going to say we can't even and i just keep telling, saying this to my husband and, and kid we can't start counting day one i don't care how long you've been in that house until the entire country mm-hmm. starts counting together. That is, it's just like third grade. Yep. We can't go to recess until everybody quiets down and folds their fucking hands. So shut up. That's right. And, and I sit think down on top of that in this community, you know, one, more than one out of every two Californians is Latinx and that means that population has been severely, um, you know, just harassed yeah. uh, by this administration. And if you are uh, Latino in this, in like, I'm wondering how many people are even going to the doctor when they should, right? You know, because they may know someone or have a situation where they just you don't want the. Here's the thing for us brown people, the the police getting involved is usually never good. No, you know, so trying to not engage, you don't want to complicate your exactly. life. Well, you know, with the law. You know, and, and calling know. ambulances and all that. Like, it's like, we're just, it's just, we have a different relationship to the structures of power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it can be hard for people to understand. Like, why wouldn't you just go to the doctor? Uh, why are you kidding me? Just... Let me? I'll give you an example. My, let me tell you something. I get up on my haunches every time somebody asks to speak to Eleanor. Because I know that that can only be a nun or the government. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know who calls me Eleanor. Mm-hmm. You know me by either. If you call me Eleanor, there was a nun involved. Or the government. She went to Catholic school her whole life. That's <laughs> okay. what she means. Because otherwise, it kind of like, did you live with nuns or something? Like what? No, but Frances went to Catholic school all through her education. From preschool to, to college. college. <laughs> okay. Okay. But um, on top of that, um, we've had to deal with these daily briefings. And briefings is a strong word. Yeah. Um, one of the things that um, in watching this... 
you would think this is what kills me about these people about the trump cabal they never lose focus no it doesn't matter if they were in the middle of a pandemic and what are they doing still trying to cut snap benefits still trying to deport people still trying to cut you know like they never stop i'm gonna tell you and what you just said because that is their hate when hate is your drive and that's your your main drive you see hate isn't our drive or money or money. Clearly. Right. Money nor <laughs> hate. And I was like, because I, I thought about that. I've been thinking since I've been at home. I've been thinking about that. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm using the wrong thing to drive me. Mm. Did oh, you ask your muse about it? I, you know what? I'm maybe I'm going to have a, <laughs> You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> You know what? I'm going. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you when this is when this is not rolling. Okay. Right. right we will right. have a whole another conversation. Are you, do you okay. want to check in with your muse though? Before you, <laughs> you know what? Uh, Don't this clown is the me. Thing. Okay. This shit, when I told my mother this, she was so mad. But it, of course, it makes sense that Trump has financial interest in the hydro. It's a hydroxy. Is it chloroquine or chloroquine? Chloroquine. Yeah, hydroxychloroquine. Because the, the thing he keeps pushing, the malaria drug and the drug that's, uh, I think, also for people with, you know, different kinds or severe kinds of lupus. Yes. Um, and he's been pushing that even though there is no evidence. No. That it does anything. And in fact, you know, in all the interviews I've seen with people who have recovered, mm-hmm. they talk about, and I don't know why, and I get it, You, they just want people to recover. But from a scientific point of view... When you give somebody three different drugs, yes. plus all the other mediation, you know, um, the, all the other things, your remedial things that you're doing to that patient, you don't know what worked. You don't know if it was that or if it was the combination or if it had nothing to do with any of it. Let me tell you something, okay? No, I don't know if it was the combination of the lily pads you put made a paste out of from the forest that you gathered, okay? Or, or the... Or, or this other thing. That sounds like uh, something a muse <laughs> would definitely handle. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> you can't even, you know what you can't even contain I can't even yourself. look at you. I can't even look at you. Because it's so ridiculous. Uh, so but, but, so uh, Trump just, in, in an effort to make us, I think, more nervous, yeah. removed the independent watchdog tasked with overseeing the coronavirus emergency funds. Yeah. You Glenn know Fine. Yes. Okay. Removed him from his post. Removed him. And, you know, a group of independent federal watchdogs tapped him to lead the group tasked with preventing waste, fraud, and abuse in the use of the coronavirus relief money. That was his job. Well, we certainly don't want that. No, we don't. <laughs> Since this is a money, as per usual, a, you know, the Trump family, we are nothing but a fucking ATM. They're, they're, like, that is like, their... Waste, we want that. Fraud, that's what we're about. Hello? Abuse, that's our middle name. <laughs> you Aren't you on team abuse the system? Because we are. Uh, it's, it's absolutely insane uh the defense department spokesperson uh, could not explain or chose not to explain why fine was removed from the acting inspector general position inspector general seems to be a position that really does trouble trouble donald trump in any area mm-hmm. um and it's you know it's upsetting for many reasons um but also because since Friday, you know, if you think if you look at it time wise, since Friday, Trump has fired the intelligence community inspector general mm-hmm. who was who informed Congress of the whistleblower complaint as required by their job by law yep. that led to his impeachment and attacked the health and human services inspector general mm-hmm. who found vast concerns at hospitals over supply shortages amid the pandemic. Yeah. And the, and the Navy captain it was ousted because he was ringing the bell in Guam on a ship of 4000 people going, hey, we're sick 
He was trying to, and that's why that the uh, that Navy secretary had to just was it today that he resigned? Yeah, the it's new just, one. Uh, yeah. the, had uh, he had resigned because um, he was insulting. Yes. to the beloved the beloved. I think if he's a captain or admiral, yeah. what is um what yeah, is? Uh, I'll tell you in one second. I'll I can't up. find that one. But um, that like what's amazing is that here's this person who's basically saying, please let my we have to get people off of this ship That's right. you think about the close quarters this is even worse than a cruise ship because the point of a military ship or submarine there at no point are did they are they designed for comfort there's right. nothing in there that's supposed to be comfortable and it's all metal can we, can which we, the virus survives on a, for a very long for a time. very long time which i was surprised that they were going to let the comfort have in new york have COVID patients because I was like, that's got to be scrubbed down to the nth degree. Well, it would anyway, but I get what I do get it. But here's the thing: when in the middle of a pandemic, yeah, you you send a thousand beds that the people in the pandemic can't be in. Exactly, that that's doesn't ridiculous. make any fucking sense. It's it's, it's, it's like an empty <laughs> hotel bed. Yeah, you it know? makes no fuck. So I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, You're going, and of course people got in there and had it because. That's how this works. That's absolutely how it works. And for me, I'm sitting here watching, you know, it's like this, this is the talk about first line of defense. You cannot let your military. Isn't this what all the old books were about? You can't let your military get sick. And I know I just saw this, that literally they have had like a huge jump in um, members of the military testing positive over the weekend. I'll find I think it's, I think it might've been like a 50%, like this huge jump in infection rates. It's like, yeah, of course, because all of these, you know, you don't get a private suite. No. When you're, you know, in the military, any branch of the military. In fact, they were talking about on most ships in the Navy, there's only a few people who have their own room and it's not, those aren't like big or anything. Right. It's like the captain and like maybe one or two other very high ranking. It's all bunks. Bitch, and the rest yeah. of it is bunks. And sometimes these are bunks that people, you don't even have your own bunk. Yeah. You trade on shifts because they're 24 hour shifts. Mm. So there's always somebody sleeping in that bunk. Yeah. And that, so that's why. And so you think about how all these people crammed into these ships, mm-hmm. whatever, and they're not getting testing as, as they should be. And, and so you fire, I mean, I just don't understand how the Republicans get away with saying that they give a fuck about the military. I, I don't understand why people allow that to because get said when every at every turn they don't fund veterans affairs. They don't give a they do not care about yeah. our military. They do not care about the young people and all the people that sign up to defend this country or to do whatever. And they Trump will throw them willy nilly to the wind. Yeah. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yep, yep. We also want to remind you that Trump's trade advisor warned the White House officials in January that there was an increasing probability that a, of a full-blown COVID-19 pandemic would affect as many as 100 million Americans with loss of life. And that's Peter Navarro, by the way. Yes. And in fact, said several. Yeah. Uh, several memos saying this kept trying mm-hmm. in a second memo that Mr. Navarro wrote on February 23rd, he warned of an increasing probability of a full blown COVID-19 pandemic that could infect as many as hundred million Americans with a loss of life as as many as 1.2 million souls. Yeah. This, and they, this idea that they didn't know about it. And I, I'm really happy. You know, Maddow has been, Rachel yeah. Maddow has been saying it and uh, since and other people, um, my, my Nicole Wallace has been saying it, how we lost 70 days. Yep. 70 days because that Trump because Trump and his cabal, I believe, number one, Jared Kushner wanted to see how they could make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Number two, they are assholes and don't give a fuck. Um, and they're ignorant. And still refusing to utilize the DPA when we still need gowns. We still need PPE. He just gets up there and lies every day. And, and, and sits there and says all day long uh, lies for people to make money and to make profit off of. 
we do not make profit when people are the expense. We just don't. But that but here's the thing, we've got a slime ball in office. You know, and we were Francis and I we were talking about doing like maybe doing some kind of office hours and maybe, you know, whether it's on um what's the one? Either Facebook or Instagram Twitch or Twitch or, or something. But we'd like to know if you've got any questions or things you want us to talk about that aren't even related, they don't have to be about COVID, whatever. Yeah. Because um, we might have try to create our own little coffee clutch. But that's, you know, where we online. Um, but the reason I say that is because it's just, it's, it, this is really hard. And the news, when you start getting mad, I get madder and madder, more mad every day. Um, when I'm reading about, you know, how, what it would have, how, this could have been, of course, not entirely averted, probably, but we could be in such a better position today. We have had the avian avian flu come here. We have had H1N1. I don't know if that's the same one, but we have had, you know, we've had uh, Ebola. We've had, in, you know what I'm saying? In the last 10 years, we've had a lot of things come to our shores. They tried to give them a pandemic playbook. They wrote an actual playbook. <laughs> Wrote and, a but book. now the our are in the house. Blame these mother. Fuck, number one, fuck this virus and fuck this administration. That's right. They don't care and they're assholes. And I am sick. You know, I feel bad because part of me is like, you shouldn't be working for this administration. But but I am also like, Doctor Fauci, please don't leave. Please, <laughs> like, because because oh, Doctor Burks, first of all, I believe we need to look into her credentialing. And you so, know, and number the first one. thing I the, I need to question is those goddamn scarves. Okay, okay? Fine. I'm glad that we're here. We go. About you ready? Let me. Oh, let me let me pull up my britches. Let me tell you what scarves don't do stop covid or stupid <laughs> Ooh! oh i love it when they're around your shoulders yes why oh. don't you put it around your face and model the fucking behavior we trying to you trying to tell people oh. they need to do this is yesterday's like the first time i saw I them standing a little bit apart and she actually physically got away from yes. one of the people but it's the first time i've seen that do they're all crowded around that everybody goes up there touches the podium mm -hmm. touches the podium touches their face goes back and i'm like this is insane you have to model the behavior well you know? and here's the thing every day every day i'm watching trump come out and try to be a president and he still he can't even be a human being failing although i have to say today's hair flip looks pretty good it does you trump's know hair flip if you're if you well here's the thing i question some of the wetness you see what i'm talking yeah, about yeah well yeah yeah but you know but i think that that is it's a very complicated hairstyle and i don't want to judge um i i'm surprised he has time to do it but um yeah but it's a good flip uh this is the thing. And so today also, as we record this, it's Tuesday. And um, for reasons that are really hard to understand, Wisconsin is holding their in-person primary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, the governor uh, tried. Tried to uh, do, make an executive order yeah. stating that, that, you know, they weren't they were going to get absentee ballots or ballots to everyone and not have to do this in the Republican state. This is why it's so important to vote state, and not just wait for presidential elections. Mm -hmm. The state legislature is the one that's blocked. And in fact, after Scott Walker lost, yep. what they did is they passed all these resolutions to limit the powers of the governor. Now, think about that. That's they aren't right. the founding motherfucking owners. No. They don't get to just decide shit. But they went ahead and tried to took away as many powers as they could from the governor because the rightfully elected governor was going to be a Democrat. Let me tell you something what's about to happen and get ready for this ramming because what Republicans are trying to tell us all is we run this shit. Right. And I don't, they don't run this bitch, okay? No. And no. ain't gonna never run her. And tell, I'm gonna say it again. 
as Cassandra that I am. I am Cassandra. Mm-hmm. I know what that bitch went through because I go through it every day. <laughs> I know her pain. Oh, see, I sit here and what, I warn did people. We, did we crack and I open? Warn did we people, crack open? I warn people and they don't listen. They don't listen and they turn around and go, huh? And I'm like, I've been saying this. What did I, do you remember me saying right after Trump got elected, uh-huh. I said a number of things. Number one, I said, I believe that we need to be worried about there being another presidential election. You sure did. I said, I believe that when it, we get close then now I didn't think it, I'm not, I'm not an Oracle. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know it'd be a pandemic. <laughs> you, well, girl, you're not an Oracle, or but, but you've played one on I've, TV. I've played a, I've played a receptionist <laughs> to an Oracle. Same thing. Same <laughs> thing. So, but what I do know is that I was like, they will find, I thought it would be, my guess would be a war that I could see him fi- trying to find war. some a war or if there were riots anywhere in the yep. country that I could see this administration saying, you know, we think it's too dangerous to vote, so we're going to postpone the national election. We got a lot of months this is between now and November. We have to make it damn clear yep. that if they think for one minute they're going to fuck with this presidential election, that we will lick the entire White House. Yes. All of us. <laughs> and lick everything one, one good we spit. can find. Yep. One good spit. That's all we need. Because, um, but that is the thing, you know, what's going on in Wisconsin today is you shouldn't have to choose. And I, you know, we're, we're looking at the people waiting in line bless you I, I, I hope that you know you are yes. held in protection and safety yeah but because you shouldn't have to choose important. between your life and the liberty of this country but here's the thing they, they are absolutely especially this administration has made it really clear it does matter who your state legislator is it, it does. does matter who the governor is it, it does. does matter who the secretary of state is if the secretary of state hadn't been the secretary of state we might have um Oh my gosh, why am I losing her name? We all love her. Stacey? Yeah, Stacey Abrams mm-hmm. would have won. Yep. But the person who monitors the voting was running. That's right. <laughs> so, Which was bullshit on top of bullshit. Bullshit on top of bullshit. bullshit. Didn't and step down. And then when you didn't quit. No. Didn't step away and then counted his own votes. And shockingly enough, he won. So it's like in, in, in districts, he shouldn't, we all know he shouldn't have won in. And you know so, what, what kills me about it all, all of it, the, our weariness, even in that moment, in that second, you know, is that we know that you're cheating. We see you. Yeah. We they don't see care. you and they don't care. They don't care. Watching Trump literally say the other day that if more people vote, Republicans won't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's how the voting thing works. Yep. Yeah. When you run for something, you risk losing. Yep. And what they aren't prepared for is they want a tyranny of a wealthy minority. They want an aristocracy mm-hmm. and they, and, and, what and they want a depressed, they want a depressed uh, vote. Yeah, they want people to not go out and vote. That's and what right. we have to show them is there ain't nothing you can throw at us that no. are going to stop us from the biggest life affirming and life saving thing we can do, which is vote you fuckers out. That's right. That is the thing that is going to save our lives because had we had a decent, and I mean anyone else, yeah, especially a Democrat, throw a rock and hit anybody. Any of these people up in the presidency, they wouldn't have thrown out the pandemic book. They wouldn't have closed that 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 task force down. They yep. would have paid attention to it. And and, and this is it. And, does they, and you know what? And more importantly, they wouldn't have walked out into a fucking mic and said, "This is a hoax." Yes, over and over again, and then push a drug that they have some and their family members have a stock in. Yep. Like, and it has no, not been in any way proven to work. That's right. And that, my friends, is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. Well, thank you for writing us at frangelo08 at gmail.com. We do answer all of our emails. Um, and if you want to send us idiots, you send those to idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com. Thank you so much for writing, everyone. And for all your lovely support. It's just lovely. Yes. 
First up, this is from D. Thank you so much. Uh, I love you both so much. Miss Virginia enjoyed her birthday pound cake. Uh, this year it was orange because that was what I had growing on the farm. <laughs> That's lovely. That sounds delicious. Mm. Doesn't it? The husband dude dropped it off with a bag of freshly picked loquat fruit. I've never What's had that. Loquat? I think I've had a loquat. I think I have. Yeah. She has been my mom, Mima, for Aww. figure for years. Oh, that's sweet. Just to make you smile, she said I earned my honorary black girl card. Oh, I told her you should tell people you gave me up for adoption. The blue eyes and blonde <laughs> hair and all. I'm setting up the farm stand out by the mailbox this weekend. Looking forward to a future where asshats ain't in charge. Love, D. See? Just that's beautiful. Mm. Loquats, I think that's what muses eat. You know what? That's the you know food what? they eat. You know lo- what? Loquats. You know what? Get they it all. Love in. Get it you can't all keep a loquat around with the Get it in, get it in, get it in. This is the podcast. Y'all won't be hearing about this shit no more. Okay? Enjoy it. Savor it. This is the thing I'm gonna tell you that you might have noticed. We might be going a little bit crazy. Now Oh I'm not God. saying we weren't halfway there to begin with. No, or no. even three quarters we're not of the way. Any kind of sanity? No, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'll give you my doctor's number right now. I'll tell you, <laughs> yeah, bitch, ain't saying. <laughs> I've been medicating her ass for 13 years with no real improvement. <laughs> no, it's oh my God. God. No, no, and it's, this is the thing. It's just in thinking about how to to you know we talk about this a lot, like our tone and 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 you know what is the most important thing we can do. And I think the most important thing that we can do right now is. Be a you, be there for each other, That's you know, right. and 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 try to find some joy and try to laugh and let your anger out, get it out of you, you yeah. know. Exercise helps. Screaming, I break things on the balcony. Let Whatever you, you do, I will be honest with you. I cry from four a maybe around two a.m. till six, and then I get up and I take a shower. Yeah, I work out, I yeah. meditate, and I start my day because you know what? It cannot have me. No. And we will, and I think it's important win. to say because I, you know, crying even crying to get it out helps. Hey, you know, it's one of my favorite songs. I yes, love what Rosie Greer sings that crying takes the sad out of you. It's so yes. right to cry. It might even make you feel better. That's right. And it's true. This email is from Ben J, who thank you. He said, I just had to let you know how wonderful uh, Gail, that's of Gail and Laura, our amazing production team is. She's, uh, she has been talking to me and she's been um, a friend. I guess he basically said, you know, we talked a bit on email and at some point I told her my boyfriend and I split up and um, she's emailed me a few times asking how I was doing. She's checked in. So we want to make it like especially clear that that you guys understand that there is no Frangela podcast of the week without Gail and Laura. The Gail and Laura, and I mean that in every way they got the equipment they yeah. put little i should take a picture they put little posted arrows on shit because really you know do. we don't know how to shut shut shit up no. um they told what they they've they literally run this and keep us going in every way they send us treats they do send us um, treats they, they send, send benny a raincoat treats. you know they're the most giving generous lovely talented people we have ever and we wouldn't known be here we wouldn't be them. here without them and we are honored and love them and so go ahead and reach out and tell gail and laura how much you love them yep too. Uh, this is entitled Wartime President. This is from David Q. Thank you very much. Hello, ladies. Now that we've got ourselves a wartime president, how is what he's been doing not giving aid and comfort to the enemy? Finally, it meets the standard of treason set out in the Constitution. Love you too. 
David and Waterloo. David, you know, I'm with you. I think they should impeach him every day. Yeah. Like, I don't know why we can't have an impeachment vote every day on something. He does something impeachable every day. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what's this rule? You can only get in. I don't think there is rule. You can only get impeached Peach once. once. Nope. Keep doing it. Let him be let him be the holder, record holder of impeachments. This shit is so bananas and so whack that all we can do is and I want to say thank you to all of you who are really doing your best, you know, to, to stay to home. follow the guidelines. And, and and even though it's scary and even though, you know, and if you do have if you're somebody who's able to work from home and you do have some little bit of resources, you know, you know where the GoFundMe's are and, yeah. the, and obviously Patreons and all that. And, and just, you know, let's be aware of each other and yeah. what we all need. Speaking of that, it's time for resistance. Wrap up. There's a number of things that you can be doing because you're home. <laughs> number one. Um, I, I had to tell Francis the other day they weren't answering the phone and I was like, dude, you can't do that now. Everybody knows you're fucking home. I know, but it's still, <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you something. In my home, it, it's a crapshoot to get well, to the phone sometimes. I know, my, my mom tells me like, nobody ever wants to answer the phone because <laughs> then you're responsible for taking the message. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. It depends on where the phone is. See, sometimes. Oh, y'all can't find them a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Because you know why? You, you travel around with them and you leave it someplace. In your home. It's not like you're traveling through portals. It is. Well, I mean, in time and space. This is, uh, we want you to, we want to let you know about. Well, we've talked about them before, but it's just. Uh, donate it's a possibility to donate to the to world central kitchen and uh their mission is to help us uplift communities in need through chef prepared meals this is chef jose andres who founded wck and in- they're everywhere there's a problem oh my god they he's go amazing. everywhere there's a problem and um they definitely need support we talked last week i think about food banks and calling up your local food mm-hmm. banks for information to see what they maybe what things you can do and i think that that we think you know this is such a great organization um and they've been there you know whether whether it's hurricanes or covid they're making sure that trying to make sure that everybody has food yes and you know what and here's the thing every night i lay my head down because i have a roof over my head and there's food in my family's stomach and there are people right now you know who can't you can't even talk about weathering any part of this storm it was like a hot dragon's breath burning them and their situation down and that and, and and you know and even with what we have or don't have, mm-hmm. I'm not that. No, we, and I yeah. want them. I want them. I, w- I care about these people. Of course you. We look. We got a 2002 Corolla that we share. Yes, we do. Love that car. I'm grateful to have. Don't it. you talk about the beauty? Love the beauty. We call I beat it the your beauty. ass. You two we come love near the beauty. <laughs> and the thing is, um, you know, we're that is the thing. And I will say one of the things I've t- that we were talking about things that lasting sort of things that could come out of this. I think number one, what I'm noticing, Mm -hmm. and I think this is a great way to think about for me things is we are now more aware of each other. Yes. It, it, in oddly in isolation, I've become more aware of my neighbors Mm -hmm. and my neighborhood. And today I saw one of my uh, neighbors who he lives across the street, but he, you know, when you have dogs, you know, the dog's names, but you don't actually, it's like, not mm-hmm. cool to like exchange the owner's names or mm-hmm. whatever the parent, pet parents it's weird there's a lot of weird dynamics to it but mm-hmm. this guy I used to see him all the time and i hadn't seen him for months and then i saw this woman walking his dog and i was like hey how's bob? you know and I, I didn't know his name at the moment mm-hmm. and his, but his name is bob and she said she was his sister ah. and that he has unfortunately skin cancer and he, it's oh, no. he keeps it kept coming back so he's but this morning when i was out walking benny with my face mask on mm-hmm. he was across the street with a nurse with his with a walker and his face mask on he yelled across the street oh, hi benny oh, hi Angel. and it just made me so happy to see 
see oh, him great. and to see him out and oh. walking around. And remember, there are people who were a lot of us were are, were going through problems before for this. this. Yes, and so what it must be like for those people too. Yeah, um, and remembering them in your hearts and, and reaching out to people. And I want to start a sing along really yeah. bad. Okay. On the street. What I was like, if sing? I go out on the balcony and start singing, well, first I would say when doves cry. Okay. Then I was thinking, like, maybe we could get emotional, but see, I'll start crying. Right. Like, lean on me. Right. Like, like how cool would be to go out just there? I know. We too. got to meet him once. We did. Although I think he might have been a wife beater at one point. But in any case, loved, he was a lovely man yeah. when we met him. Lovely <laughs> he was. Man. He was very, very um, And sweet. But he, and he recently passed, like, last week? Last week. Yeah, it was very sad. And, um... That's the thing. Just, you know, connect with people in the ways being aware of each other. And I think that will be, I think, I feel like that'll be a lasting yeah. thing. Yeah, I think so too. And I, you know what? There's there's going to be so many lessons on the other side of this, uh, through this happening now, you know, for sure. But we're, we're all, but we're here together. That's right. And remember, we're, you can write us. Yep. You can tweet at us, uh, you know, all of that. And we, we're here and we're both feeling, I feel a million, a million times, times better. better. I, I know it's, I, I'm a little Benadryl'd up because, of course, it has to be allergy season. I know. But other than that, you know, we are so lucky and we feel so much better. So reach out. Yeah. We want to thank our production team, Gil and Laura, and everybody at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. I am Frances Callier. And Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. And thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word. word. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another 100 meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M-I-R-O.com.